All right, let's talk a little uh, BYU spring ball out to the sprint. Special guest line we go. He is the passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach for BYU. He's Aaron Roderick with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coach, good afternoon. How are you? Doing well. How are you guys? We're doing all right. Uh, Aaron, how's it feel to be talking to uh, to Jake, uh, a guy who has uh, forgotten a lot about, a f- about football, but he's never known as much as you've forgotten? <laughs> wow, that was... I think I lost you on that statement. I, I lost him on that I one. Think I lost myself What was on the that point one? of that question? <laughs> I was trying to make fun of you. I'm still mad about the Girl Scout thing. Aaron, these guys don't like Girl Scout cookies. That's I, not I, what we said. We said it doesn't deserve uh, its own radio segment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this, this does. How's it going so far from what you've been Good. able to evaluate? It's going well. You know, I mean, everybody's optimistic in spring ball, right? So, every uh, but... It really has been good. We've had we just finished our fifth practice and um, getting a lot of good work done. And it's nice to be uh, year three in the same offense with virtually the same staff and a lot of veteran players that that have been with us three years now. So it's just uh, feels feels good to sort of be way ahead of where we've been in the past after five practices. You know, Aaron, one of the, now that you bring that up, I want to ask you about it. The, the offense is the same, but this thing has definitely evolved from what it was initially, right? And that, I think that's, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, we've evolved for sure. I mean, we've learned to uh, adapt to who our best players are. and um, But the language that we use, the language that we speak is, has stayed the same. We've just evolved our schemes and our formations and personnel groups to, to fit, you know, who our best players are. And, um, and most of all, we try to, you always try to suit the scheme to who your quarterback, you know, who your, your quarterbacks are and so, and what they can do. So, um, but, so yes, it's evolved, but it's the same language. It's the same words and, 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 uh, basic, you know, fundamental skills and the drills that we do It's third year doing those. And, and so it's just it's nice uh, to be five practices in, and you come out here to practice, and everybody knows right what we're doing right away. With no, that doesn't need any explanation. We just get right to work. Uh, how hard of a decision is it going to eventually be when you decide on a starting quarterback? Given the experience in that room for your squad right now, you've got a, you know, three guys that can win football games for you. That's got to be the process. Can't be easy. Yeah, it's competitive, and um, it's. It's the hardest part of any coach's job is making the tough decisions about who to play. And, you know, you, you can rotate receivers and running backs and left guard and nobody says a word. And as soon as you change quarterbacks, it's like, you know, a huge story. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a battle. And these guys are competing their butts off and making each other better. And, um, well, Jaron and Zach are. Baylor hasn't practiced yet, but um, he's still out. But... Jaron and Zach have been going at it, and it's been been really competitive and fun to watch. Some people have speculated that it is Zach Wilson's job uh, to lose, essentially. Would you phrase it like that, or is this thing, in fact, wide, wide open? It's always wide open, and I I get offended at the uh, thought that coaches just, you know, that it's just decided who the guy is. I mean, we, like, if we don't win, I lose my job. So I play the I always play who I think gives us the best chance to win. And I've always done that my whole career, whether I was coaching wide receivers or quarterbacks or whatever. Every coach at this level puts the guy on the field that's 
he thinks gives him the best chance to win that game on that Saturday, you know, against that opponent. And, and, um, and it's earned in practice. And sometimes coaches get it wrong. It's not like, it's not like you always make the right decision. Sometimes, sometimes after a while you, you learn things about guys, but, um, I mean, I'm, I'm always creating competition and always evaluating and every single day, every position in this whole program is up for grabs and, Guys, guys that every position in this program understands just because you earn a job doesn't mean you just have it for the whole season. You got to perform on Saturdays to keep it, and and uh, that's what we're doing right now in spring is we're earning the right to play in that first game. So you really don't know who it is, whatsoever. Uh, no, I, I mean right now it's Jaron. Right now it's Jaron or Zach because they're the two that are practicing. So it'll be, you know, if if, if Baylor ever joins, if he's ever able to go, and then. We'll, we'll see what he can do. But right now, it's, it's Jaron or Zach, and they're both doing a really good job. What does it do for these quarterbacks in your passing game to have a guy like Matt Bushman back? Oh, it's great. Yeah, Matt's a good player. And um, and I think uh, he, he's, believe it or not, he's one of the most improved players on our team after five practices. And, and that's saying a lot because he's been a good player for us. But he uh, when he made the decision to come back, he had some – long conversations with a, a couple of the coaches, a couple of us, and I was one of them, and he he told me if I come back, I want to know that you guys can help me get better and want you to be honest with me about my deficiencies and want to get better, and so we've uh, we've really spent some time on some of his deficiencies, and he, I mean, he's shown great improvement already in five practices at just route running and being able to release against, against press man coverage, and um, He's he's improved already. It's pretty pretty cool to see one of your best players also be one of your most improved players. It sets a great example for the younger guys. Aaron, the team as a whole was young last year. Uh, I know you're losing some receivers and whatnot, but uh, do, does this team feel like it will have a veteran presence uh, this next time around? Well, that's what we're talking about. I mean, we got to prove it. You know, it doesn't just happen, but. Um, you know, I I look. I've, I've mentioned this to our team the other day I'm, about how the season our basketball team is having right now. I view that as uh, you know a bunch of veteran players who have played a lot of basketball together, and this is their moment, right? This has been their year, and um, you know, T.J. Haas has been a good player his whole career, but he's never been what he is right now, right? Like the game has slowed down for him, and he's just in control. And we've been talking about we've got a bunch of three-year starters now that the game should be the game should be a lot you know the game should slow down for us the game should be a situation now where we're in control of what we're doing and we our execution level should go up and that's our expectation but we got to go out and prove it How's your synergy with Coach Grimes now that you've uh, kind of had a year uh, in your role as passing game coordinator? It's great. It's actually actually two full years two. now, going into year three. Yeah, so um, really really good. We we have a great working relationship, and uh, we've you know he's he's an excellent coach. I've learned a ton from him. Um, I hope I hope he feels like he's maybe learned a couple things from me, and we've we've been able to work well together. Um, he's a can't say enough about what kind of character he has, and he's all about. Um, just wanting to win and do whatever it takes to win. 
and so we've we've gotten along really well and and uh, we have a, a great working relationship. Aaron, I've gathered from conversations and uh, and from just observing this offense that you have, you've gotten this thing to the point now where you can sort of, it's like a dragster that you can open up all the way. Am I reading that right? And how would you explain that? Um, that's what I hope happens this year. I think we're close to that. I mean, we obviously, had we won, played better in the last two games of last season, I'd probably feel a little... Um, probably feel a little better about saying yes to that question, but you know we ended the season on not a great note. Um, played poorly on offense against San Diego State, and then we played pretty well on offense against Hawaii with a couple of uh, really critical errors in that game that cost us. And so, um, yeah, I think I think we're on the verge of being a really good offense, but um, we're not there yet, and we got to stay hungry to prove it. But with the veteran players returning, I think. I think we have a chance to um, be a little bit more, uh, I don't want to want to say more wide open, I don't know if that's necessarily the word, because it wasn't like we were being conservative last year, but um, we just have, we can mix and match more pieces this year. We can do a few more things um, in, in our pass protections and our run blocking schemes, because we have a lot of guys who have played, played, uh, played a lot of football for us. We asked you, Aaron, about uh, Zach Wilson, uh, he's obviously a talented fellow, but you mentioned a couple of the mistakes. The, the the interceptions are always easy to spot. And when you have a talented quarterback who has thrown some some interceptions at key moments that hurt uh, the team's chance to win, how do you handle that? How do you uh, how do you work through that? And does it give you pause to maybe think about giving somebody else the opportunity, you know? Well, the, the first thing is that we have to take ownership of every interception we throw. You know, sometimes you make a bad decision and you throw it to the other team and you own that. Sometimes you make a good decision and a defensive lineman gets his hand up and tips the ball and, you know, or, or you throw a perfect ball and a receiver drops it and it gets intercepted. I mean, but we, no matter what, we own every one of them and we take responsibility for those mistakes. And, and, uh, Zach's been accountable and, and, uh, and so that's been good. But, um, you know, I, I think, you know, having a perfect bowl game or whatever you want to call it his freshman year, I think might have been the worst thing that ever happened to him because I think the expectation uh, for him, not, not that it didn't go to his head, he's a humble kid, but I think the expectations for him grew out of control. They grew to an unrealistic level. And then he was injured the entire offseason. So he missed all of spring ball. He wasn't in the weight room getting bigger and stronger with his teammates. He missed all of summer conditioning. And he finally started throwing in fall camp and really wasn't throwing, playing full speed until the week of the Utah game. And and so I wasn't really surprised that he had a few bumps in the road last year. And he had some great games too. I mean, winning at Tennessee and beating USC at home, I mean, those are some huge, some of the biggest wins in school history. But to me, it wasn't shocking that he had a couple of you know, some growing pains. And so, um, you know, I think the way to answer your question about those interceptions, I think you just put it in perspective, that it's all part of the process. And as long as you can learn from those and show improvement this spring and this fall, then, uh, you know, then it wasn't, it was, wasn't all for nothing. You know, you're learning from it. And, but yeah, we're competing every day and 
he's got to play better than the other guys if he wants to keep his job. And the other guys know that if they can outperform him, they'll get their shot. But right now it's just him and Jaron. You know, uh, Jake, uh, A-Rod really has probably forgotten more about football than we've ever known. Correct. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's true. You know, I always, big... I always wondered where that compliment came from because it's kind of a backhanded compliment suggesting <laughs> that you've forgotten a lot about football. That's yeah, true. Well. <laughs> It's a way to end the interview on that. Gordon, good job. No, I have great respect for A-Rod. You know, everybody knows he's he's a whiz uh, kid. He's not a kid anymore, but, you know, he knows a lot about what he's doing. But I was just trying to think in all my conversations with you, Jake, how your knowledge compares with his. And I think you're at, on the short end of that stick. Coach, uh, thanks for joining us. And sorry the start and finish of this interview was so incredibly awkward. Thanks anyway. Hey, wait, wait. A-Rod, do you have no a problem, fa- guys. Do you have a favorite Girl Scout cookie? Do you, do you, do you have a favorite? Yeah, the Samoa by far. Okay. It's oh. not, not even, is that, is that, that's the one, right? The coconut with the yeah. striped chocolate sides? Yeah, that's that's yeah. a good one. Yep. Hands right. the, 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 the mints are good, but the Samoa is my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Coach, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, they'll be. They'll be posted up at the Harmons outside, right, right by my house. I'll be there. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Coach. That's Coach Aaron Roderick uh, with us here on the Big Show on ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone. That was so weird. I know it's, it's a good so thing. Weird. That, it's a good thing that we know Aaron as well as we do, or else that might have been the last interview ever. So <laughs> Why are you trying to insult me? At the at the beginning teasing. of the interview, insult. You were I'm trying. I'm not insulting you. That's a strong uh, way of saying it. I'm just teasing you. Okay. All right. Well, it came off kind of strange. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I, it I came off a little bit convoluted and kind of uh, messed up, actually. I don't don't think that one landed, as they say. But you <laughs> was know, that a thrown punch? It, it that, was uh, swing and a miss. Hard? But you know, you miss every shot you don't take, there, Gordon. All right, I'm going to go pout now. All right.